0: Alright, wrestling fans, we are back for another little addition to Ringside Ramblings, brought to you by Square Circle Journal, and as always, I am your host, the one and only wrestling connoisseur, Sam Keola. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing pretty good, actually. I'm doing pretty good. It's Friday, and so, uh, yeah, it's Friday. That's all you need to know. It is Friday, and... We actually have some wrestling news for Friday. A little bit of chaos stirring up the wrestling world the past few days. Um, I wish I had some of my, my co-hosts here with me, but everybody seems to be, uh, I don't know, I don't think they're sleeping in because, you know, even though it's morning here in Hawaii, it's, it should be like, you know, lunchtime after lunch, everywhere else on the mainland. So uh, yeah, just me flying a little solo, but I'm gonna bring you some news. The top thing that seems to be going around is Ric Flair. That's today, that's today, Ric Flair. I'd say that's the top of the list. So I'm gonna go ahead and cover it first, I think. Ric Flair, coming of note, talking to TMZ course you know if you want to get anything out there you got to talk to TMZ they seem to break a lot of the wrestling news anymore you know they they broke broke the news about uh what's his name Fred Fred something I can't think of it at the moment but um Darren Young they broke news about him being gay he come out to TMZ great for him Uh, but yeah TMZ breaks a lot of stuff This time they talked to Ric Flair and Ric Flair says WWE needs to pay him because they're infringing on some of his intellectual property. My words, exactly not his, but essentially WWE using the man for Becky Lynch. But Flair is not getting paid any royalties for that. Ric Flair has filed for copyright of the man. But here's the thing, with intellectual property, and let's be quite honest, what they do in the wrestling world is like choreography, it's like a dance, it's like uh, theater, it's like any other intellectual property sorts of things. Ric Flair has always been the man. Always. I don't know, babe. Johnny come lately is wrestling. If you've gone back and you've watched the NWA, the WCW stuff on the network archive, I would suggest doing so. Not just the Monday Night Wars. I would suggest going back and watching as far back as you can. Cause, quite honestly, you will see some of the best things that's ever happened in wrestling. All the old stuff. It's great. But Ric Flair, his promos. You can YouTube this. Just YouTube old Ric Flair promos. He has always been the man. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. Now, there's the key phrase right there. Let's not be fooled by this. Some of you people out there on Twitter, Facebook, arguing, Gee, golly, I don't understand why Flair, he has no rights to this. Give me a break. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. This feud with Charlotte between Becky and Charlotte brought on Becky Lynch calling herself the man. It was a slight towards Charlotte since her father is Ric Flair. And she considers herself the queen of the women's division. And Becky's like, well, you may be the queen, but I'm the man. It's, It's a play, a pun, a catch on the phrase that Ric Flair has made popular in wrestling. All of wrestling. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. Meaning you're the man if you're the champion. QED, Becky Lynch is the champion. She is the man. It's a total ripoff of Ric Flair saying, no disrespect to Becky Lynch, no disrespect to WWE or anything like that. And even Flair has said he loves Becky Lynch. Becky can keep using it. He does not want her not to use the gimmick, but he wanted to get paid. At the end of the day, everybody wants to get paid. Flair put in the work for that phrase. That is his intellectual property. Ric Flair is the man. He's been recognized as the man for decades. You'd have to be living under a rock. Not the rock because, I mean, then you'd be living pretty well. But you have to be living underneath a rock to, to not understand Ric Flair has not only a leg to stand on, I would say three or four. Not to mention Ric Flair's crazy enough to to not only sue WWE but to stick it out in the long run. What's he got to lose? Vince has everything to lose on this. WWE lawyers may want to fight Ric Flair on this. But then you have to worry about, gee, am I going to uh, stigmatize Charlotte over this? Is that something Vince McMahon wants to do? Do you want to uh, disenfranchise arguably your best women's wrestler? Is Charlotte Flair because you're you're fighting this lawsuit to her father to what some consider the greatest world champion of all time is that something WWE really wants to do or do you just want to pay the man for his intellectual property and let's, let's not be confused here legally legally the very first time Flair said this, to be the man, you got to beat the man. The very first time he referred to himself as the man, the very first time anybody else referred to him as the man, the man, quote unquote, was copyrighted. That's copyright already. Legally, you can. He can go and file, and he has proof evidence already that it's copyrighted. It may not be trademarked. I'm sure he's trying to get it trademarked right now. That copyright already shows it belongs to him. He has the evidence. Ric Flair is the man. And WWE is using it. And it's not even a generic reference. I mean, it directly references Ric Flair because he's known as the man. It is in in the wrestling world. If it wasn't in wrestling, if it was in football or basketball or even not in a sport, they would have arguably a right to use it, I would say. Because then it becomes generic. Then it becomes, well, you're the man... Of basketball, you're you're the guy in basketball. You're the man here. You're the man there. But in the wrestling world, everybody knows Ric Flair is the man. So I I'm sorry if you're arguing against this. If you're saying Ric Flair does not have the rights to this, that Ric Flair is somehow in the wrong that Ric Flair is greedy, you're, you're insane. You are absolutely insane. Number one, greed, ha- what does greed have to do with it? I mean, if if you even kept up on this at all, you would understand that Ric Flair said, hey, I'm, I'm looking out for me and mine. I'm looking out f- for the people who was there about my bedside when I was dying on a bed. And I want them to be taken care of. And if somebody's using my intellectual property, then I want to get paid so that my family is taken care of. That's not greed. I don't know. You guys are like stupid. You're like 15 years old or some shit. I don't know. But that's not greed. You want to get paid for what what is owed to you, honestly. If I come up with something, I want to get paid for it. It's like, um, you know, it's like in comic books. Somebody creates a comic book character. You know, like DC has to pay to use Superman. You know? If you have intellectual property, that belongs to you no matter who you allow to use it. Spider-Man, for example. Spider-Man belongs to Marvel. Sony has the rights to use it in movies. So they, they bought those rights to use it in movies. That's what the whole Spider-Man controversy is about, if you don't understand that. Copyrights and trademarks, you have to protect them. You have to, or you, you end up losing your rights to those if, if you're not going to protect them. Sometimes that does mean legal battles. That's what we're looking at right here. I mean, if WWE wants to use it, they're going to have to go fight Ric Flair for it. And I don't think they're going to have a leg to stand on. One, it's in a wrestling world. It would take crazy miracle for WWE to go in there and say, well, we didn't know Ric Flair was the man. Well, did you not employ Ric Flair? Do you not employ Ric Flair? Was Ric Flair not part of your top competition throughout the 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s? So, bring wrestlers to the stands. I mean, gosh, it's pretty simple and straightforward. So, that's the Ric Flair news. It's beyond me if you don't understand how Ric Flair actually has um, legal rights to this, in all honesty. And I would, I would love to hear more in depth from our, our gracious host, John Fair on this topic. He could really bring up the schooling in this. Um, moving on, though. It's morning here, but I'd like to bring out the bubble. I don't know. I don't get it. I saw, I you know, I saw the little jacuzzi thing. Uh, all this comes from if you have, if you're still living underneath the rock, and you you haven't been reading wrestling Twitter or whatever. Chris Jericho, after he won the AEW World Championship, uh, apparently went to a Longhorn Steakhouse, arrived by limo, left the belt and whatever else in the limo. As he comes back out, it's realized the belt is gone. The belt is gone. He, somebody stole the AEW championship. Or he lost it or something. We don't really know the details. I don't know the details at this moment. Unless they've discovered something and it's broken out earlier today that I don't I know nothing about. All I know is that he. Uh, He ended up Jericho style fashion. uh, Cut a big promo from a jacuzzi wearing a scarf. Uh, Some people lost their mind that the scarf was was dangling down into the jacuzzi water and they just, Ermagird, I cannot. uh." Come on. Everything Jericho does is to elicit an emotion. Uh, You're getting played, people. Some people wondered, this, is this a work? Was it a work? If it was a work, God, you'd have to have uh, the police actually part of the work. It's possible? I guess? Who knows? Who knows? It's possible, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but the belt was recovered. Uh, the police actually posted a photo of it and uh, say that they had something for Chris Jericho. Of course, that photo was later deleted. <laughs> and Jericho actually says uh, he recovered it himself. So there's that. Uh, but I guess the biggest thing is Jericho in the hot tub. Able to get a catchphrase over, you know, I mean, this guy, I don't know how he does it. It catches on. The bubbly, he's gonna have a little bit of the bubbly, and apparently that gets—I don't know—that just that went wild everywhere. The goddamn bubbly all over the place, unbelievable. I—I I don't know. It's one of those crazy things. Speaking of Chris Jericho and the AEW Championship, again, social media. Uh, God damn, you guys have lost your mind because Cody Rhodes has been named the contender for full gear. I really thought it would be Hangman Page. I still actually think it's gonna be Hangman Page. First, let me say this. It makes sense for Cody to get a title shot. A lot of people are like going nuts, like he didn't even win a number one contendership. Are you shitting me? Have you not been following along? From day one, wins and losses matter. Wins and losses matter. They matter. They matter. I'm... Are you idiots that are saying he needs to win a number of contendership? You know, he did it. Are you just, are you not following? I mean, are, are you just jumping the bandwagon? I don't understand. Are you just fanboys? Are you WWE fanboys who are just trying to argue and, and put down? I don't get it. I, I honestly don't get it, guys. Cody has the most wins right now. He actually hasn't lost, really. Not in singles competition. It was a draw with Darby Allen. He defeated Sean Spears. He defeated his brother. Cody Rhodes has the most wins. Kenny Omega has lost twice. I mean, who else is going to get a title shot? Who else has more wins than Cody Rhodes right now? So on paper, Cody Rhodes is the number one contender. I mean, it's flat, simple. It is straightforward. Now, I personally still think Heyman Page is going to be the number one contender. I think before we get to full gear, I think on TV... Either Sean Spears is going to come, cost Cody his chance, take Cody out. Maybe Cody, it's a broken leg or broken arm. His hand, maybe that's been bothering him. You see in his matches, his hand still. I believe Sean Spears will attack Cody Rhodes and keep him from going into this match. Maybe even possibly MJF turns on Cody. Who knows? Those those seeds are planted. One of those two things. Cody Rhodes will not make it to full gear. That's my prediction. And of course, who will? Pigment Page. Maybe it'll be the show before uh, before Full Gear. And then we'll get, okay, a number one contendership. Hangman Page versus whoever the next guy is. And the winner will face Chris Jericho at Full Gear. That's my prediction right here. Ringside Ramblings. Hangman Page versus Chris Jericho. It will happen at Full Gear. I get the buildup on the TV show. I think that's where all this will, will transpire. All right. Any other wrestling news that I'm, I don't know anything big. Um, you know, Ric Flair is probably the biggest thing that, and the Chris Jericho and the Cody Rhodes thing and the bubbly. Those are the biggest things I see blowing up my feeds right now. It is Crazy. How this stuff is still blowing up my feeds. Uh, that's all you see. All you see is this stuff right now. So I guess that's the biggest thing. The other news I've seen is a NXT two-hour show. Nah, not so much. It's going to be one hour on the USA Network. And oddly enough, and this is really taking the air out of a lot of fans. Um, the second hour... Will be on the network. So, I don't know how they came up with this idea. I think they were like, well, you know what? NXT, we're moving it to USA Network. And then they realized, you know what? Fans only have the network to watch NXT. So, you know, I've seen a lot of people already, you know, if it's going to the network, why do I have... If it's going to USA, why do I even have the network? I'll just watch it on cable TV. Why am I paying 10 extra dollars to watch a show that's not going to be on? And then you you always have the aspect too that. If it's on cable TV, that means that first hour is probably not even going to be on the WWE network for a month. Who knows how they're going to work that out. So yeah, they split it up some uh, last minute thinking there. And the second hour of NXT will be on the WWE Network. I don't know how I feel about that, to be quite honest. It seems kind of silly to me. Like, I'm not going to go rush over. If I catch it on TV, I'm not going to rush over, flip everything on, go watch it on the Network. It's it seems a little silly, a little crazy, a little, quoi. Uh, uh, I don't know. You know, you're, you're asking fans to, to really try to bend over to watch a product that is going to change. Honestly, it's going to change. And I don't know if fans are going to do that. I'm not sure if they're going to welcome such a change to a beloved product. It's going to be yeah, it's it's I, I don't know. It's going to be rough. I think I don't think this is going to be competition for AEW. Um, one hour, what's that? They're they're hoping you will flip from NXT to the network. And and not watch AEW. But here's the thing. If it's, if you're going to flip it right back to the network, that's available all the time. So you're not going to do that. You're going to watch AEW. I'm sorry. That's just how it works. Your first hour, maybe you'll flip back and forth on NXT. Then you'll flip straight to AEW. I don't think many people are going to flip, go to the network when they can just watch that after AEW So I don't I don't think that was thought through very well. So that's pretty much it today. That's your little bit of news. Um yeah. Keep an eye out, keep tuning in. I know our our gracious host John Fair just John has some um Some ideas that he wants to cover. So keep an eye out this weekend. We may be adding a few more shows in. Until next time. This is Sam of the Wrestling Connoisseur for Ringside Ramblings.